Hello and welcome to Thriving Foundations Podcast, where we talk all about nourishing your little one from their very first bite and beyond. If you're a holistic, crunchy, or health-conscious mama, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Alyssa, and like you, I'm blessed to be a mother, but I also happen to be a licensed pharmacist who's obsessed with all things natural and holistic. That's right. I'm a crunchy pharmacist, and I've made it my mission to help you optimize the health and development of your little one through protective nourishment so they can grow into their happiest, healthiest, strongest, and smartest self. So if you're hungry for more, let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode number three. You guys... Does this audio not sound a hundred times better than the previous episodes? If the previous episodes sounded like I just plugged in my Apple earbuds and recorded the episode through the microphone in the earbud, it's because I did. My husband got me a brand new microphone for Mother's Day for podcasting. So if you are enjoying this podcast so far, you're in luck because I'm all in. I can't give up now. It's official. (laughs) I'm podcasting. All right. So today I want to talk about what I believe to be the five most important ways that baby led weaning helps to build thriving foundations for our children. But first, I figure I should talk about what I mean when I say thriving foundations. Now, I think there are two primary mindsets that we can adopt when it comes to raising our little ones. I'm going to describe both, and I encourage you to think about where you're at, and then if that aligns with where you want to be, because that's how we grow, right? We reflect on where we're at and think about if that aligns with where we want to be. So the first way is we can kind of just go day by day and lovingly nurture our children, making sure at the end of the day they're fed and alive. Now let's be honest, we all have those days, right? Now, the other way is what I'm so passionate about is I think that we can go about raising our children in a mindful and intentional way that when we're nurturing them, it's in a way that's leading to optimal development. I say this all the time, but I truly think our children are like a blank canvas or a fresh block of clay. They depend on us to mold them into something beautiful. Now, I'm so passionate about this way, not because I think it's the right way or the only way. Parenting does not come with a manual. There's not a right way or the best way. But there is a way that we can use, that we can decide is best for our children. Now, I'm passionate about this approach because I think Because we live in a world where we are just constantly bombarded with toxins. They're in everything from our drinking water, from the food we eat, from our in our environment to the products that we use. And these chip away at the beautiful sculpture that we are creating, our children's life and their health. So when it comes to our children's health, we truly have to defend it. Now, I think it's important to understand that the absence of disease does not equal health. Food is what builds our children's bodies. It's what influences their immune system, their mood, their brain development, their strength. We might not be at an optimal health 
there might be, our body could be deteriorating, our health could be deteriorating, but it might not manifest into symptoms or disease until unfortunately it is either irreversible or we get to the point where we truly have to fight so hard to get our health back. So considering food is the one thing we put in our children's body day after day, intentionally working to nourish our children in a protective way can make a huge difference in helping our children grow into their happiest, healthiest, strongest, and smartest self. In other words, we can use food to build thriving foundations for our little ones. And this is the whole mission behind Thriving Foundations, to help you learn how to nourish your little one in a protective way from their very first bites. It's basically all things baby-led weaning, but with a more holistic approach. So I recently created a free guide for you that outlines what I believe are to be the most important elements of nourishing our children in a protective way. Now, it only took me a few months of working between naps and after work, but it's finally done. And I'm so excited to share it with you because I know that if you implement any one of these elements, you will truly transform your child's health. So you don't want to miss out on this free resource. I attached the link in the show notes to get your free copy. All right. All this talk about food. You guys, I'm starving and my stomach is grumbling and this microphone literally picks up on every little noise. So forgive me if you hear my stomach rumbling. So before I dive into how we can use baby led weaning to build thriving foundations, let's answer the basic question of what is baby led weaning? Now the term Baby led weaning was coined around 2003 by Gil Rapley, who is a public health nurse and midwife. This approach is based on the simple method of baby being offered solid foods and allowing themselves to eat and feed themselves, which usually would consist of foods that are soft enough to chew and long enough in the appropriate size shape that they can pick them up. Um, so typically we think about baby feeding themselves rather than being spoon fed. Now, many baby led weaning advocates feel very, very, very strongly that babies should not be spoon fed purees at all. But I think that we can go about this more relaxed and baby can still be spoon fed with a baby led approach. I actually think it's very important for baby to experience period textures uh, for just developing their ability to handle those textures and eat those types of foods because we have many foods that are in a period texture. And we say weaning because as we're slowly increasing the amount of solid foods that baby's eating, Over time, we are slowly decreasing the amount of milk that they're drinking or weaning off of milk. So how does this method differ from the more traditional approach that our parents or grandparents are likely more familiar with? Well, traditional approaches, traditional weaning approaches uh, typically involve baby being spoon fed things like cereal, pureed fruits or vegetables or the commercially prepared baby foods that are in uh, baby jars or the purees. 
So in the following episodes, I'll dive more into detail about baby led weaning, when to start, the safety around it, all that, the most common questions that come up when we're doing baby led weaning. But first, I want to talk about in this episode, the five ways this method helps build driving foundations. So just to outline the five ways, this method of weaning helps to truly foster independent eating and confidence. It helps to foster self-regulation and baby's intuitive ability to regulate how much they're eating. It helps to build motor skills. It can broaden our baby's palate and their taste preferences, thus hopefully reducing picky eating. And it can foster social connection. All right, so let's dive into each one into detail. The first one, independent eating and confidence. We are fostering this because as baby gets to choose what and how much they want to eat and how fast they want to eat, we truly are fostering that their ability to eat independently. And when it comes to confidence, Babies and toddlers love to do things on their own and make decisions on their own. A lot of power struggles with toddlers actually come because, or tantrums, I should say, come from power struggles. Toddlers love to do things on their own. So by allowing them, allowing babies to start to feed themselves from the very start can really foster that sense of confidence and their sense of being able to do things on their own. All right, the second method, self-regulation and intuitive eating. So babies are naturally very intuitive eaters. Think about when babies are breastfed or bottle fed and they turn their head away and they stop eating. We don't shove the bottle in their mouth again or shove the breast in their mouth and just, you know, one, one more drop, one more drop. We just respect their signs of fullness and we're done. But for some reason, when we start to increase or introduce solid foods, we we feel this natural desire to encourage them to eat one more bite. I think that naturally as parents, we want our children to be well-fed and nourished. And I think that's where that comes from. But I think a lot of that too is just habits and just patterns from when we were raised and many of us are probably encouraged to take one more bite. Can you eat one more bite? Good job. You ate all your food. So I think that our jobs as parents is more so to offer healthy foods and just trust that your baby's ability to eat, trust your baby's ability to eat until they're full. Sometimes they might not be hungry, but don't stress. Simply respect their signs of fullness or their signs of hunger. Now, I think it's important to make sure there are no distractions, though, because these can cause baby to eat too much as they're mindlessly eating or eat too little. So this is especially true when baby starts eating at daycare. And I will have future, I'll probably do a future episode that will kind of uh, highlight baby led weaning for babies who are in the care of other caregivers or at daycare. All right, so the third benefit Building motor skills and hand-eye coordination. Now, this one's pretty self-explanatory, right? When we use our muscles, that's how we build our muscles. So as babies reaching for food, they're building their pincer grasp. As they're bringing the food from their 
from their bowl or from the tray to their mouth. They're working on that hand-eye coordination. It seems simple, but these are all really important skills for baby to practice as they're developing and learning to use and building those neural connections to really kind of build those motor skills. All right, the fourth, broadening baby's palate and taste preferences to minimize picky eating. So what we're feeding our baby when they're first exposed to feed can greatly impact when they're first exposed to food can greatly impact their taste preferences. And depending on what types of foods we feed them, we can truly broaden their palate. So with purees, we often have the tendency to mask certain strong flavors that we think baby might not like, right? Think about like a lot of baby food jars or pouches, if they have like chicken, they're mixed with sweet potatoes or carrots or apples or just sweeter foods that we think that baby would tend to enjoy, which baby does, right? Breast milk is tends to be sweet, so babies are drawn to sweet flavors, but we often mask those other flavors that are still very important. So when we're doing baby-led weaning and we're feeding finger foods and we're allowing baby to experience and taste those those flavors alone, we're allowing baby to develop, hopefully, taste preferences for those different foods rather than just masking them. And then, you know, when babies becomes a toddler and they don't want to eat those vegetables, those kind of more bland flavors that we think of, um, or meats or certain things, and they might be picky, we hopefully want to prevent that. So allowing baby to eat these foods from the very start can help promote that palate and that those preferences for those foods. All right, the last benefit, social connection. When we're involving baby with mealtime and allowing them to sit with us and bond as a family, we're giving them the opportunity to develop those mealtime manners and those that social interaction and connection that comes with sitting down and having a meal. And a benefit too is patience, right? Baby, my little guy, it's amazing watching how he would initially kind of get antsy in the high chair and move to become more patient, which is important, right? If we're going out to a restaurant, if we want to promote baby's ability to sit and enjoy the meal with us. All right. So that wraps up what I believe are the five most important ways baby led weaning helps to build thriving foundations. In the following episodes, I'll walk through more detail about baby led weaning, answering the most common questions, and I'll dive into how we can use protective nourishment to defend our children's health. So if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe. And if you love what this podcast is all about, I'd love for you to share it with other like-minded moms to spread this message so we can help other babies build thriving foundations. So if you're on Instagram, connect with me at Thriving Foundations where I hang out most of the time. I will see you in future episodes.